Today is April 17th. Welcome on in to Daily Cards Live here on ClaibsOnline.com. I am Joe Roderick alongside Bob Ramsey, brought to you each and every day by Royal Banks of Missouri and Munganass St. Louis Acura. Rammer, the Cardinals split two games with the uh, the Pirates. A uh, you know the series that showed that the two teams were pretty similar. Shutouts in the first two games for to split that, and then extra inning games. Uh, the two teams split that on Saturday and Sunday. So yeah, they, they're performing uh, that way. I wouldn't trade this roster for the Pirate roster. No, so it's a it's a you've got more talent. You just got to play better. And absolutely, really in the end, it's pitch better. Yeah, and that's uh, you know we we saw maybe a brighter side of pitching in a couple of like the guys. Yeah, they, they still got to go. I mean, you you got to get into the six. You got to get past the sixth inning. I need eighteen outs out of my starters. That's I, I need at least eighteen outs out of my starters. And so far, something that is not hap- that has happened less than more. So it's. Hopefully it picks up now. We're four times through the rotation. Jack Flaherty starts tonight. The Diamondbacks are in town. The first place Diamondbacks are in town today. A nine and seven record for the uh, for the very young and exciting, energetic team that is. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna see some talented guys on the other side. And it shows that the West Division, um, the the presumptive top two teams are struggling. Uh, San Diego and Los Angeles. And uh, so it's good to see the Diamondbacks um, uh, get some good play and get things going. You know, you were talking about the pitching. I think the Cardinals, um, uh, I don't know why they have to declare things all the time. seems like every time they make a declaration, it comes back to bite them. And I guess Ollie was just answering some questions, but talking about Jordan Hicks um, moving to only low leverage uh, opportunities. I just, I just don't know why you have to make that, put it out there. Uh, but anyway, um, that's the right thing to do. And so what we're seeing is we're starting to see the bullpen start to stratify. Who's going to get the final three outs? Who's going to get the three outs before that? Who's going to come in where there's a couple of lefties in an important situation? And that thing's starting to stratify a little bit. And then at the back end, you've got Hicks as your 13th guy and Eventually, somebody will be your 12th guy, and it'll all start to to be at the level it's supposed to be. I was very surprised. I, I mean, I guess I just don't fully know how contracts work. I, I would have figured that a guy like Jordan Hicks would have had options available to be sent down to the uh, sent down to the minors and work some things out down in Memphis. Uh, but apparently, he does not. Well, he he, yeah. he, uh, he can refuse assignment. That's yeah, what his, that's what his status is, and I've. I've been in the minor leagues and I've been in the big leagues. I'm not going back if I don't have to. And I don't well, blame the guy for it. I mean, with the way he's pitching, he, he might want to reconsider that before he's got nowhere to go or <laughs> or ends up in a situation like maybe Kansas City or Oakland where well, that's that team's where got nowhere to go. Well, that's where he'll end up. When you've got a 12 ERA, but you throw 102, somebody's going to keep giving you chances. Oh, yeah. Um, you don't have to worry about him. A, he's going to get paid. B, he's going to get another job. So at some point, he either figures it out here and helps you, or he'll be in a deal and he'll go somewhere else. I think you've named two really good places for him to land. Let, and hold he'll figure I, it out there. But as long as he's throwing 102, somebody's going to hire him. 
I want to just quickly, though, you said that he's throwing 102. Then he should throw 102 and not throw seven straight sliders to a guy that's, uh, you know, been around for, for a bit. I don't know who's calling the pitches. Maybe he is. Well, he 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 doesn't need to anymore. That's, you know, take well, the pitch time away from him. Yeah. Saying, who's call, who called seven straight? I don't know. Oh, uh, we will. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll follow that Jordan Hicks situation a little more and figure out when he pitches again. But right now he's a guy that you're either going to be five up or five down in a game to, uh, before you see him throw a baseball again for the St. Louis Cardinals. But, but every team has that guy. Every team. You're not going to find a 13th pitcher with a 1.5 ERA and a three to one strikeout walk ratio and a 1.0 whip. That's not going to they're, they're the thirteenth pitcher on every team stinks. The but the thing is though, the manager doesn't come out and tell you ahead of time that hey, well, yeah, <laughs> that's exactly right. Exactly right. You just look at the stats and you go, oh yeah, oh yeah, right. <laughs> that's right. Why put out a press release? That's the rule five guy. That's the one they have to keep. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> uh, Cardinals Diamondbacks today are bootlegging lineups for the uh, game this evening. 6.45 start time. Bootlegging Bobs. Hey, they just opened 15 minutes ago. Uh, Andy Hanselman and I were out at bootlegging Bobs just this past Thursday night doing weekend. Joe, they got pop-up food trucks all week long out there. Tuesdays, Dave's Tacos are going to be out at Bootleg and Bob's. Uh, go on up there tonight, watch the game. They got drink specials and all kinds of great stuff going on during the ball game out at Bootleg and Bob's out in the Tower Grove area. When the, you take, uh, Joe, Joe yeah. when are you taking me there? The fact that, that I haven't been there with you is really upsetting. We've talked. I we I told I, I told Brenton, one of the owners. I said that uh, that Bob Ramsey and I are going to come out here. We're going to find a Cardinal game for us to go to. We are going to come out here and do our show ahead of time, and then we are going to head over to the Cardinal game from there. So uh, okay, we we good. did talk about that good. with him. Hey, the Cardinal lineup looks a little different tonight due to uh, one guy that is getting the night off, and then maybe another guy that's a bit of a surprise in the lineup tonight after yesterday. But Brendan Donovan leads off and plays first. Alec Burleson, that's one of the guys. Guys I was talking about. He's back in the lineup and he is DHing tonight. Wilson Contreras is behind the plate, batting third. Nolan Arenado stays in his fourth spot, playing third. Nolan Gorman is at second base tonight. Tyler O'Neill in left. Lars Newtbar is in center. Jordan Walker in right. And Tommy Edmond is at short. For the Diamondbacks, Josh Rojas is at third. Cattell Marte is at second. Lourdes Gurriel Jr. is in left. Christian Walker at first. Corbin Carroll, talk more about him in a second. He is in right. Pavin Smith is the DH. Gabriel Morneau is behind the plate. Alec Thomas is in center. And Geraldo Perdoma is at short. So the name that you did not hear me mention, Paul Goldschmidt, he's just getting the night off tonight. The uh, The Cardinals have played a lot of baseball and are set for a really, really big West Coast swing uh, coming up after this three-game series against the Diamondbacks. So you give Goldie a night off and you, uh, you switch the lineup a, a little bit. I'm surprised Wilson Contreras gets moved up to that three spot. This, this could have been an opportunity to put Nolan Gorman in a higher situation, in a higher spot in the order, but then that leaves you with three lefties in a row. Yeah, you know what? You know what? I, I, I'm really 
leaning more and more when you got everybody playing. I'm leaning more and more to having uh, Goldschmidt hit two and uh, Arnado three or put a left-hander in there. But with Goldie out, it changes the whole complexion. Gorman, technically, I know what you were saying, and I agree with you. Technically, he moves up to five, which is where he should have been the last 10 days or so. Um, and I, my guess is the theory that Contreras gets gets some better pitches to hit um, in front of Arenado. I'm good with that. I think it's a good lineup. Uh, I, I got no problem with it at all. Uh, yeah, and you could have easily, I mean, you could have bumped Arenado up to third and had uh, Gorman hit fourth tonight and kept Contreras. Yeah. Like, hey, you know what? You're going to stay fifth. That you're, you're our fifth hitter. You're going to stay fifth. And then move everybody else up. And if Gorman hits well, then you could go, hey, you know what? We're going to keep Gorman ahead of you. It, it looks really good if Gorman's hitting in front of you. And then you move Contreras down to sixth, like we've talked about. You, 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 you do it that way. And again, no feelings hurt, right? I, I think that's right. On the other hand, um, he's got a, a pretty good track record in his career for he'll start hitting pretty soon. And then you'll let it, you, you'll let the chips fall where they may. But we talked about the stratification of the bullpen and I think the lineup's going to do that too. Um, but finding at bats for the outfielders is going to be a challenge and we'll see how Ali does it moving forward. Your starting pitchers for tonight, Jack Flaherty for the Cardinals, Merrill Kelly for the Diamondbacks. I uh, got to see Merrill Kelly a few times in when I was in Miami. He pitched that uh, the championship game uh, against Japan for Team USA, and he uh, comes in as the number two starter for those uh, for the Diamondbacks behind Zach Gallen in that uh, in that rotation. Nothing. You know, light the world type stuff. I mean, I know I said that he was your starting pitcher for the championship game for Team USA, but you look at Team USA's pitching roster, and it's not like it was the dream team of uh, of baseball by any means. He's a he's a good pitcher. He's going to go out there and, and give him a solid outing. Well, here's something for you to look at um, for those who think whatever they think of Jack Flaherty. Kelly and he have almost identical numbers so far this year. Both have had just a, a a putrid amount of walks, and uh, their numbers are eerily similar. So I have no idea what's going to happen tonight. <laughs> Let's talk walks because this past weekend we saw Lars Newbar get activated from the injured list, a yeah. thumb injury that he suffered in the uh, the first game of the season for the Redbirds, and since then uh, he uh, he's gotten one hit. But, man, he's been on base a whole heck of a lot drawing walks. I think it's only a matter of time before we see him get moved up towards the uh, the top of that lineup where he was at the uh, at the beginning of the year and where I think the Cardinals probably want him. Well, I think he's a guy, giving all, given all the other um, elements that go into the lineup, uh, depending on who's hot and who's not, but everything equal, I think he's a guy that hits two, one, five, six, you know, something like that. He clearly could lead off and be a leadoff guy with power. He clearly could hit two. But if Donovan's leading off, you got the lefties back to back. Most managers don't worry too much about that. Those two guys will hit anybody. But those are just things you think about. But I think he's a one, two, uh, five, six type hitter. Yeah, so far on the uh, on the season for Lars Nupar, he has eight walks. He has seven at-bats. Yeah. <laughs> it's so, so more than half the time he goes to the plate, he walks. Yeah. So 
it, it, it really, I mean, it's three games in, but to have eight walks already, I mean, you're you're seeing something right with right. those uh, with those pitches, especially after playing a game, missing essentially two weeks, and then coming back right at it. And I mean that the yep. the plate vision is still there for uh, for Lars, and that's uh, that's really good to see. So you put him out there in the uh, in the outfield, and right now, if you go to uh, com. The, uh, the commission, Rick Hummel, has a new article up about all of the different outfield combinations. And I, I don't think today is a new one, but 14 games into the or 16 games into the season, there were 14 different outfield combinations. When you look at, uh, at everybody, I believe tonight's outfield is the same that we had opening day. So I believe you're at you're still at 14 combinations for 17 games for the uh, for the outfield today because I, I do think yeah Lars was in center just opening day and Tyler O'Neill was in left with Walker and right so yeah you're getting a repeat of the opening day outfield today for the first I'm a time surprised I'm a little surprised today that uh, that O'Neill's starting over Carlson but I think Olive probably just felt like I got to get O'Neill some at bats and you know after we saw Burleson leave the game the other day. That would have been a good, you know what? Hey, take take the day off or walk around in the dugout, see how you feel. Maybe we'll get you in that bat later on. So to see Alec Burleson back in the game this quick is is a little surprising too, I'd say. What? Yeah, it's significant he's DHing, and it just so, tells you how much they love his bat. That's, yeah, very, very true. Talk, uh, I, I mentioned I was going to talk about him earlier. Jordan Walker's in the lineup. On the other side, another Rookie of the Year candidate for the Arizona Diamondbacks. Corbin Carroll, 22-year-old, who uh, played it in about 30 games or so last year for the uh, for the Diamondbacks. He was the 16th overall pick in 2019 for the Diamondbacks. So far this year, 17 hits and 59 at-bats. But the big number for Car- uh, Corbin Carroll, six stolen bases already on the season. He's going to be a guy that's going to rack him up and probably get to around 40 by the time the uh, the year is done. So a, they're, a club, uh, he, they're a club that has great speed. They and, they uh, are, they're gonna, and they're going to challenge Wilson Contreras' arm. It's going to be fun to watch because he yeah. can still he can still get after it. Yeah, he uh, the outfield known as the no fly zone uh, yeah. there in Arizona. You you hit something up in the air, and chances are it's going to come down inside a guy's glove. So uh, first of three tonight, six forty five start time. It's Jack Flaherty and Merrill Kelly on the uh, on the mound for the teams this evening. This has been another edition of Daily Cards Live, brought to you each and every day by Royal Banks of Missouri and St. Louis Acura. Hey, they're the nation's only thirty one time Acura Precision Team winner. Was talking with uh, Jamie Burkhart, one of the owners out there, just uh, just last week, and he was telling me that if you are in the market for a new car, if you want something brand new, Acura, St. Louis Acura, they have them on the lots. They are getting all kinds of brand new MDXs. They're uh, 77 new Acuras, brand new Acuras on the lot right now. So check them out online or go visit them at 13720 Manchester Road to find your next new car at Munganas, St. Louis Acura. We will be back with you tomorrow before game two of Diamondbacks and Cardinals. Until then, he's Bob Ramsey. I'm Joe Roderick. This has been another edition of Daily Cards Live right here on Claves Online.
Bank.com. From our roots in St. Louis, Royal Banks of Missouri is branching out to continue serving you with our locations in St. Charles, Jerseyville, Granite City, and now in Hannibal, Center, and New London. Royal Banks of Missouri, the community bank in your community. 